Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Bavada at Odds podcast. I'm your host, Seth Everett. The head odds maker at BavadaSportsbook.com is Patrick Morrow. This is episode 47. For those of you keeping score at home, that means we're coming up on a year. Because we've done the podcast pretty much every week for a year. And that means as we get towards the NFL regular season, that's when we debuted this podcast. What are we going to do for our anniversary? Oh, I'm not telling you, Seth. It's going to be a nice surprise. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you know, one of the things we've learned over the course of this past year is just how big politics are on sports betting and online uh, sports books. Um, just recently, there was a big announcement in the state of New York. Uh, if you're listening to this on the week that it was released earlier this week, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Uh, announced his resignation in light of sexual harassment charges. Uh, what did that do with the sports book? <laughs> That's right, Seth. Uh, it appears embattled uh, New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo is officially no mo in the state of New York. He has resigned his post. Is it too uh, soon? Embattled- too soon? Uh, well, you know what? It's either too soon or too late. So I always err on uh, not falling behind on my cringeworthy jokes and puns. Uh, what it means for the political odds at Bavada. Well, we did have uh, a lot of odds posted. Would he survive the year? Would he be impeached? Would he be resigned? Uh, technically, he won't be impeached now because uh, if he's resigning, they likely will not go through with those articles. So that plus 450 uh, payout on impeach will not pay out. But all those betters that jumped on Cuomo to resign before September 1st at three to one were all just paid out at Bovada. Uh, how that trickles down to everything else, we'll probably look at some next governor odds up at Bovada. They will be coming up in the next week or so because he was the party favorite at that point to win re-election next time that came through in the state of New York. Uh, in terms of how that moves anything on the federal level or any other state or local races, too early to tell for now. Again, there was an inkling that I mean, goodness gracious, uh, at this point, he had more lives than a cat in a lot of ways, politically speaking, with all the different allegations coming his way. So there was some kind of feeling that this was coming at some point, that he might be able to survive at least to the fall, but that uh, the future wasn't very strong for someone like him. So again, all those bets just paid off, cleaned off at the board at Bovada. Cuomo officially out. Well, now, you know, the political pendulum swings. And, uh, you know, one, one thing I'll say is, when Republicans have harassment charges, they defend them to the hilt. But when Democrats do it, boy, they rip them. They they lose. He, he goes out very quickly. Yeah, he, it's 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 bizarre to think just because you brought up the fact that it's it's been a year, Seth. And at this time last year, people were talking about Cuomo potentially being the Democratic candidate. A lot of people right. thought that Biden was weak. There was this uh, yeah. real momentum around uh, draft Cuomo. I remember. We had him as low as 10 to 1 at one point last year to be the next president. And uh, amazing how quickly things have changed in a year. And uh, Lord, that that really is a bit of a theme during these COVID times. Goodness gracious, are things on the move quickly? And uh, yeah, a lot of people thought the heir accomplice, or the fate accomplice, sorry, the heir apparent. Goodness gracious, I've got to work on my word. But uh, yeah, Cuomo out. uh, And again, uh, he was... It's, it's bizarre to think uh, how brightly he was looked at last year. Uh, and perhaps it was just an easy contrast to what Trump's uh, leadership looked like. Again, not trying to endorse one or the other, but uh, I think Cuomo looked like a saner light to a lot of folks at this time last year. But again, uh, Andrew Cuomo now on the outs. Another big transaction took place on the other side of the world. Lionel Messi. Uh, he had the big move to Paris. 
Uh, tell me about what that impact is on all the soccer slash football bets. Yeah, so we did have uh, Leo Messi odds on at Bavada for which would be his next team for the upcoming season. It's funny, I was actually, just before we started recording, I saw some videos of him being escorted uh, into Paris today for uh, the signing a ceremony. It was like a presidential motorcade. Oh, yeah. It was it was two dozen different SUVs, more cops than that, uh, surrounding everything. It, it was incredible to see the kind of protection that a player of his status has. Uh, what he means for the odds themselves, he was five to one to join Paris Saint-Germain uh, as, his, as his team in this upcoming season. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain has since seen their League One odds improve from minus 500 to minus 800. And they are now down to three to one to lift the Champions League trophy in the upcoming campaign. So big moves for Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, you know, they always dominate in the France League One, but they put even uh, a larger gap between them and teams like Lyon and Lille and Monaco heading into the upcoming campaign. And they will now be right there knocking on the door for a Champions League title, the best chance that a team like PSG will have had in recent memory. Now to the American version of football, uh, college football. The preseason coaches poll is out. The uh, Crimson Tide of Alabama, the overwhelming number one in the preseason coaches poll. Uh, the impending moves of Oklahoma and Texas from the Big 12 to the SEC plays a factor. Uh, the coaching poll looks like this. Alabama one, Clemson two, Oklahoma three, Ohio State is four. So a team that's moving conferences is number three in the coaches poll. Now, compare that to futures bets, and how does the, the college football season start to shake out? Yeah, so it, it's a really uh, fun time of year right now, Seth, because when we start having things like uh, the coaches poll come out and college football starts to become more and more uh, part of the forefront of what we're talking about as we preview the fall sports scene, uh, this is when the betting really starts to come in on uh, your NCAA national championship winners, your conference winners, your division winners. Looking at a team like Oklahoma, they are currently 7-1 to one at Bovada and getting a lot of love from uh, sports bettors right now. Oklahoma, Texas A&M at 28 to 1, and Alabama, your plus 250 favorites. They are the three most bet on teams at Bavada right now. Georgia seeing a little bit of love so far. Uh, it, it is funny. There is a, you know, an opportunity this year that they will have to hand over the Big 12 trophy to Oklahoma, knowing that uh, they'll be taking that trophy and saying see you on the way out. The question, yeah, <laughs> they will. Uh, lofty expectations for Alabama. And, you know, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm amazed by how big Alabama football is. It is the only story. I spent the summer doing sports updates. They talked about their uniform combinations back in June. It was like, it was like Alabama has announced that on October 12th, they're going to wear the, the, the burgundy top. I was like, what in the what? Like, that is a little higher than even I could estimate. Yeah, it's uh, I, I I was lucky enough to go to an Alabama game a few years ago with the wife, and uh, it is a very cool thing watching college football in the South like that and uh, seeing what Alabama football means to locals down there. And uh, it, it was honestly more exciting than most NFL games I've been to. And I, and I think that's not a controversial thing to say. I think the college football experience, and it's not just the South, it's Michigan, it's Ohio State, it's a lot of big schools. The West Coast, of course, I'd be remiss if I forget them, but there is something about how Alabama operates from top to bottom. And it's very much a Nick Saban mentality where it is all business. You are there for business. You are on an assembly line directly to the NFL. 
if you shut up and do what you're told there. And I know that can be a lot of, ex- that. that's not always exciting. Alabama doesn't always play exciting football. They're very similar to the Patriots in that regard, where if they find one way to beat you, they will do that exact same thing over and over and over again. They will run to the right 35 plays in a row if you cannot stop that. Um, it can often be boring football. It's often a fun contrast to see when Alabama has to play uh, an LSU or an Auburn or a Clemson type that really have to be creative in their play calling to defeat a machine like that. But I, I love it. I, you know, I, I'm excited when the NFL comes back each year, but I'm a far bigger college football fan. And seeing huh. these bets light up the board at Bovada is uh, really, really great to see. It's making me even that much more excited and that much more anticipatory of what's shaping up to be a really exciting season. I'll put you on the spot here. I'll give you two games and you tell me what the lines are. Ready? Oh, boy. Alabama opens the season September 4th. It's not too far away against number 16 Miami at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That's right. Alabama is currently a minus 18 and a half point favored against Miami. You know, uh, the Hurricanes have looked pretty good in recent years. They're definitely a program with an upward trajectory. They are currently ranked uh, third in our Bovada Power Rankings in the ACC. Uh, ever so slightly behind North Carolina, but in the ACC, once again, like it has been for the last four or five years, it is Clemson's conference to lose. Uh, you know, Alabama still has that sustained kind of greatness that will carry that is more than likely to carry them through uh, just in the outright of winning the game. But again, 18 and a half point favorites at Bavada, Alabama currently getting 65% of all bets. And the other game happens to be Clemson. They are opening also on September 4th on a nationally televised game against Georgia in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. And uh, Clemson is only a minus three and a half point favorite in this game, which would uh, suggest that they are something like a 60% chance of winning this game. This will be one of the lowest early season point spreads that Clemson's had. Uh, You know, you'd have to go back to when Trevor Lawrence uh, was out with COVID and, uh, you know, they had to struggle with... uh, you know, being a very low favorite against uh, Notre Dame, a game that they uh, eventually ended up losing in overtime uh, last season. Uh, this this could already, as early as September 4th, be a knockout game for the national championship race. You have two teams, uh, Clemson currently a 3-1, to one, uh, sorry, plus 350 to win the national championship. Georgia right there at 5-1. This is going to be a big loss, but also a really big uh, win for one of these two teams that could be making the case at the end of the year to get into that college football playoff. That is one thing that I love about college football. Yeah, you get a lot of crap games early, but because there are so many teams playing, you are guaranteed at least one or two real eye-catching games each week. And, you know, it doesn't get much bigger than this Clemson-Georgia game to start. Again, Clemson three-and-a-half-point favorites, taking 70% of all bets at Bavada at the moment. There are so many nationally televised preseason games in the NFL uh, let's just run through them. Let's start with the one on Thursday. Uh, the Washington football team takes on the New England Patriots. Again, this is a preseason. I'm going to say this enough. It's a preseason game, but tell me who's going to win it, please. Seth, we, we did our part last week. We warned the players. We begged and pleaded, stop betting NFL preseason football. Well, what did they do last week? The Canton Hall of Fame game was our largest ever bet on preseason game oh, at Bavada. So we tried, folks. That was it. That was one and done. You're on your own now. We are going to preview these games. And we now insist that you bet as aggressively as you did last week. Looking at this Washington football team versus the New England Patriots, the Washington football team currently two-point favorites at Bavada. 
Again, uh, something I want to stress to folks is that key numbers like three and seven don't meet as much during preseason football as they do the regular season for the simple reason that teams aren't necessarily trying to tie it up and trying to connect their scores with the other team because nobody wants to play overtime football. The only thing worse than preseason football is preseason overtime football, which is why you see these wonky spreads of two, one and a half in a lot of these games. Uh, Finishing up the Washington versus New England game, the over-under is set to 35 And there is more money bet on the over in this game than any other over of any of the games posted uh, this preseason week. Oh, boy. Okay. Friday night, uh, the Detroit Lions hosting the Buffalo Bills. Oh, boy. Another barn burner, Seth. Uh, You know, the Buffalo Bills, they're two-point road favorites over under slightly higher at 37. And I take this uh, matchup much more seriously if it was called a game. (laughs) <laughs> a if real was... game i take this very seriously this is preseason buffalo detroit week one yeah they should flex this game to uh never or actually flex, in the regular season as flex you said the <laughs> flex the game to never you know what it's it would actually be a good you know i, I think I shouldn't joke about COVID, but this would be a good time. Just like, oh, yeah, we actually tested uh, positive. We're te- you know, got to cancel the next couple of weeks of preseason. But no, we soldier on. We look at this game. Currently, 60% of all bets are on the Detroit Lions, the Matthew Staffordless Detroit Lions, although we all know in preseason football that starters don't play too many uh too many reps, although we might see a little bit more out of the offense come Friday night. That might suggest why we're seeing this bet disparity so far on the Detroit Lions. But uh, otherwise, uh, if one game can tell us anything and however many years of me following preseason football has told me anything, the game itself will almost assuredly be a crapshoot. The nightcap on the NFL Network is Dallas and Arizona. Dallas and Arizona. Oh, gosh. Uh, you might as well have Rod Tidwell in this game uh, for all intents and purposes. That This game means that little. One of the higher over-unders, though, uh, Seth, uh, of the week at 39.5, which would be very low for a regular season game. But uh, in preseason football, there's not a lot of up-tempo pace. It's really just trying to sort out your nuts and bolts and the players that are you know, competing for position spots more than they are competing for wins and losses. As it currently stands, uh, again, that over-under is 39.5 at Bavada. Arizona, an ever-so-slight one-and-a-half-point favorite. The Cowboys taking about 55% of all bets. Pretty split at this point. All right, let's run through these. Miami-Chicago. Miami-Chicago. Chicago actually opened up as a three-point favorite in this game at Bavada. They are now up to four. And uh, one of the larger disparities of the week uh, so far, to the extent that preseason uh, liability is big. Uh, and, it, and it is. that uh, We talked about this uh, last week where it can be right up there with uh, most baseball games. And by the time these games get close to uh, the coin toss, uh, these will take more bets than most of the MLB games that day. So again, these are meaningful games to the extent that people are betting real dollars on them, but otherwise not play money. Right. Exactly. exactly. You know, whether you're, whether you're making money, picking the Super Bowl winner or hitting the over under in a preseason week one game, uh, it all counts. And uh, I think that's an important takeaway that as much as I'm, uh, you know, I think it's maybe my own frustration as an odds maker sh- sh- shining through Seth, if I can be honest, because these are very difficult games to try and handicap because you're not just handicapping who's going to win and by how much. It's motivation. It's what are these teams trying to achieve? Uh, it's it's similar to MLZ, MLB preseason in that, uh, you know, you, you've talked about this before, Seth, where you interviewed guys after the game and they had to ask what you what the score was. They have uh, no idea. And th- th- this is not just like, I'm not some curmudgeon going, ah, this stupid sports. Like these players, they'll go through the motions. They won't even realize what happened. They'll run their routes. They'll play their plays. 
they'll be gone and they won't be in the stadium when the game ends. They won't know. Got a, got a segue quick. Did you see the MLB game earlier this week? I think it was the Phillies game. And they didn't know what the official score was after the game. The official score had to tell the booth yeah, uh, to actually, actually hold on a little bit. So you know what? Maybe even the regular season games are tough to keep track of yeah. what the actual score is. Oh, goodness gracious. MLB, okay. it never ends with them. Yeah, it never ends. All right. One more game. The Chargers and the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Again, they share this stadium. This is like the Jets and the Giants, but those two teams stink enough. The Chargers and the Rams. Chargers and the Rams. So this opened uh, with the Chargers as two and a half point favorites at Bovada. And it has been pretty close to one way action the entire time. I don't know what the betters have seen that I haven't, but as it currently stands, the Chargers now four point favorites at Bovada. 85% of all betting handle is on the Chargers at minus four. Now, uh, one of our largest bet disparities of the week. Again, uh, again, I, I don't know what players are seeing here, but uh it's preseason football. We've got to book it, and uh, best of luck to you in that. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm not beating a dead horse. These games, they're important for the players. There's only three of them, and we'll get underway for real. See, when we you see the excitement in when we're even talking about college games that are taking place in four weeks. It's not like the college is starting the regular season and the NFL is not. It's that the college is only talking about these matchups like they are little mini Super Bowls, whereas in the NFL, they're literally putting games on television because they're filling content and people just eat it up. And it's amazing to me. Yeah, I I mean, on the one hand, uh, I get that, the you know, we, we we should really be thankful this year, Seth, because we do get that extra NFL regular season game, which means one less uh, week of preseason football. So that's a step in the right direction. Uh, selfishly, if it meant that we had to add more regular season games for even less preseason football, I'd say, what the heck, let's go all the way up to 20. But uh, I know there's player safety issues at hand, but, uh, you know, regular season football games are so much easier for us as a book at Bavada to handicap and put numbers to and put player props and give players the kind of dynamic betting offers that they just can't get for preseason games because there are just too many unknowns for us to uh, get really wild with uh, the player props and the teasers and everything else attached to it. So, you know, if we want to make gambling great again, 20 regular season games, I'm campaigning on that today. You should get a, uh, a campaign hat, make it red. Make gambling great again. Just see how that goes. I think if I put a red hat that starts with make on the front, uh, people might not read towards the end. And I might be, uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, it's a good thing I'm fleet of foot because I, I might be in a forks and uh, pitchfork situation. Did you see the uh, Kirby enthusiasm where he gets one of those hats? Where Larry David gets one of those hats so nobody will sit with him? Yeah, it's a great move. And kudos to Larry David for, uh, you know, everyone else thinks, eh, you know what? That, th- this might cr- create some social issues. He sees it as a social yeah, opportunity. Okay. I dig it. Yeah, totally. Totally. No, no, no joke. All right. That'll do it for the Bavada at Odds podcast. He is the head odds maker at Bavada, Patrick Morrow. My name is Seth Everett. We will have another edition next week where the college football matchups won't have changed. Everything else in sports will. Have a great week, folks. Stay cool. Stay cool.